Welcome to the podcast for WGTS Gateway Fellowship, a place that is about inspiring hope. You can learn more about us and hear more messages at mygatewayfellowship.com. Hi. How's everybody? Good. Today I want to tell you a story. It's a story that is age-old. It's a story some of you have already heard. If you find in the middle of the story or in some portion of the story that you've heard this story before, try to think about it through God's heart instead of through mine. She was pregnant. It should have been a time of excitement and joy, but it wasn't that kind of a pregnancy. It was the kind of a pregnancy when you wished with all your heart that it wasn't true. It's the kind of a pregnancy when you would have given anything for it not to have been true. But nevertheless, she was pregnant. The world in which the young woman lived was a world in which being pregnant without benefit of marriage clergy, or being unmarried. Could have gotten her killed. Certainly would have gotten her thrown out of her family. The likelihood was that uh, maybe if she was lucky, she would miscarry. But no such luck. Pregnancy progressed, and the baby continued to grow. And as the baby grew, she couldn't conceal the pregnancy anymore. If you've ever been pregnant, or you know anybody who's been pregnant, it's supposed to be a joyous time when you begin to blossom. But this was not a joyous time. This was a time when it would mean that she would lose her educational opportunities. It would mean that her future was now ruined. For you see, she just wasn't pregnant with any man's child. She was pregnant with a military man's child who was not of her culture. And that military man was only there for a minute. He only wanted the moment's opportunity. And alas, one winter day, the baby was born. In the culture in which she lived, it wouldn't have been uncommon for them to take the baby to a nearby precipice and throw it over the edge. It's called infanticide. Not only that, but nobody really wanted girl babies anyhow, tell you the truth. If you were going to have a child, at least make it a boy. Girls really didn't have any value. And the truth of the matter is that um, as much as this child was now here, this child had no future. No one would give this child an education. It was a mixed child. No one would give this child a marriage partner, for the race was supposed to be pure. Didn't look good. That day, 
Satan sat in expectation. How many of you have ever felt like Satan is sitting in expectation of your life, just trying to snuff it out? Put your hand up. Have you ever felt like the devil was just trying to kill you, trying to wipe you out, trying to take you out any way he could? On that very morning, it was Satan's intended plan to wipe that baby out. In fact, from the very beginning, it was Satan's intended plan to wipe that baby out because he saw the potential that that baby might one day be a follower of his arch enemy, Christ. But on the day that Satan sat in expectation, God stood in authority. So no matter how Satan sits in expectation in your life, understand my God still stands in authority. He's in authority over the enemy. The enemy has no power that God does not permit. So on that fateful day, the baby was born. Nobody had any hope for this baby. There were no plans being made. No one was thinking about wedding gowns and high school. All that woman was trying to do was wish that that baby had never come. A few days passed. She couldn't conceal the baby. She couldn't probably bring her heart to throw the baby over the edge of the precipice or smash its skull, which was not uncommon. But she had to do something. Something had to be done that day. So she took the baby and she wrapped it much like we hear of Jesus being wrapped in swaddling clothes. Jesus, the king of the universe, wrapped in rags. The baby born wrapped in rags. And she took the baby to the base of a hill where there was a garbage can. A garbage can. You know, where you put the worst of your stuff. The stuff nobody ever wants to go through. The stuff you don't ever go back to once you leave it there. And on that day, they put the baby in the garbage can. On that day, I know that Satan sat in expectation. On that day, I can imagine that Satan said, it's finally going to be over. I'm going to snuff out that life. But my God, my God stood in authority and said, no, it's not time. It's not today. It's not going to happen. I am over every evil. And on that day, when God stood from his throne and said, no, that baby continued to live. It was probably in about October. It's a cold part of the year in that country. And someone must have come to drop the trash off. You know, you go and take your trash out every day. 
Someone must have come to drop the trash off. And when they came down that hill to drop the trash off, they saw some trash that Satan declared trash, but God declared a jewel. It was just a little baby. One baby in millions. But on that day, God refused to let that little life go out. On that day, what would have been a day of breathlessness became a day when God breathed one more time. She picked up the baby and carried it up the hill to an orphanage where the baby had been left. On top of that very hill, at the base of that hill, at the top of it was an Adventist orphanage. Sometimes you and I look at our lives and we think our lives are shattered. We see such brokenness in our lives. We have history that looks awful. We see the times when we were jacked up, messed up, hurt, injured, just crushed by the enemy. But I come to you this evening to tell you that your God and mine still stands in authority over your life. Your life may have been, but today my God still stands in authority. He has authority over my life, and I trust that you believe he has authority over yours. You wouldn't be here if he didn't have authority over yours. You are here as an act of will in responding to God. You would think that a baby thrown in a trash can and a pregnancy that was unwanted, a child who could not be nurtured, would have been nothing to God. But I heard a preacher say one time that not only does God count the hairs on your head, he numbers them, which means he takes when you brush your hair and one falls out, he still has the same number. He knows how many are in the comb, on the floor, in the bed. He knows many, how many are on your head. He cares that much about you, that he cares about the hair number on your head. Trust me, he stands in authority over your life. The God who stood in authority on that day was my God and my Savior. He's still my God and my Savior. I was that baby. I stand here today because I was that baby. I'm not just a piece of trash, and neither are you. No matter what the enemy tells you, no matter the troubles you're going through, no matter the crises you have to fight through, no matter what the Lord allows to be taken away from you, God still stands in authority over your life. He still stands while Satan can only sit. Don't ever let yourself forget that God is a God who stands at his throne. And he awaits your call. I was too little that day to call on Jesus. I didn't know how to call. But even when I didn't know how to call, my Jesus called on me. 
Does your Jesus still call on you? Is your Jesus still the Jesus who stands in authority over the mess in your life? He is the Jesus. Maybe your life has been shattered. Maybe you've seen that there have been some terrible things. Maybe you've been molested. Maybe you've been raped. Maybe you've been abandoned. Maybe you've been homeless. Maybe you don't have money. Maybe you don't have friends. Maybe you don't have, but today I promise you, you have all that you need, and it's Jesus. That's all you really need. Everything else is extra. That little girl was me. And far away in North America were two parents who were struggling with infertility. They wanted a child, but they couldn't conceive a child. And they went to someone and asked, was there any possibility, any possibility that someone might know where to adopt a baby? They sent them two pictures, just two. Out of all the possibilities, they sent them two pictures and one of them was mine. They prayed over those pictures. There were two little girls. They named the baby that they had not yet chosen Victoria because she was going to be regal in God's kingdom. She was named Dorcas to remember to be a servant in God's kingdom. That's my name. I'm picked. You're picked. God chose you. He chose you out of the trash heap of this old earth because on this old earth is nothing but trash except for the cherished children, men and women, boys and girls. He calls humans. He called you. He's chosen you. He's given you a new name called his sons and daughters. No matter what anybody else says out there, you need to remember one thing, that you may be shattered, but you're shattered for hope. Because as God's witness, as I stand here today, I got problems, I got issues, but I'm going to trust in my God, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. If God could watch over a baby who they put in a trash can, and bring that baby to me and make me that child, I would have been the life that didn't live. I would have been the life that didn't make it. I would never have been a minister of the gospel. I never would have been a wife. I never would have been a mom. I never would have been a friend. I never would have been a pastor. I never would have been a teacher. I never would have been. Don't write anybody off. They may be shattered, but there's still hope. Don't look at anybody and think they're too dysfunctional to be valuable. Don't ever look at anybody and think they don't have value. They are immensely valuable to God. They only need you to look through the eyes of God, through the trash heap of life, and see what Jesus sees, the potential for tomorrow for hope. I don't know if you're hopeless today. I don't know if you've lost some things or some people. I don't know if maybe your world isn't spinning just the way you thought it should. Maybe you've been hurt by some situations. But I can give you my God, 
And my God is enough. And he's big enough so I can share him with you. And he's small enough to care about you in every detail. I want you to remember one thing. Satan does sit in expectation. He wants to wipe you out. But when you get those feelings passing over you, you remember only this one thing. Your God stands with authority. Your God stands with authority. Your God stands with authority. Now say, my God stands with authority. My God stands with authority. Say it again. My God stands with authority. One more time. My God stands with authority. Never forget, your God stands with authority. Amen. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.